Thank you for listening to the Convergence House of Prayer podcast. Please enjoy this message by guest speaker, Pastor Brian Burton. We just came back from uh, Transform Our World uh, conference uh, in Santa Clara with Dr. Ed Silvoso and and it's always, uh, it's always fun to go because we get to connect with uh, friends that are doing amazing God stuff all over the world. And, uh, and Brian and Margaret are, are one of those uh, couples that God is using uh, in the nation of Thailand. You guys know Thailand is not that far from the Philippines. And we heard last year just incredible signs and wonders and miracles that were taking place. Uh, in Thailand, and so when, when uh, we were having the conference this year, I was like, we need to try and get Brian and Margaret here and to share again, because our, our values are just so close. They're just so right there with one another, and seeing the presence of God come and seeing lives changed. And so we got them. They're here with us, and uh, they get to share what God's doing, and I'm super excited about that. And then afterwards, we are going to take an offering for them. Uh, and to bless them. that cool? Everyone say amen. All right, I'm going to have Brian come. I don't know if Margaret's coming, but Brian, Brian, yeah, she's like, you go. I don't, I don't, I don't go. Brian, Brian uh, Burton's going to come, you guys. Come on, let's honor him as he comes and he ministers this morning. Amen. Margaret's coming up. Amen. All right. Bless you guys. And he is, he is British. That's, and yeah, it's terrible. So anyway, you guys... That's right. You, you probably won't understand this British accent because even in Britain, they don't understand my accent. Uh, and every year they, they kind of have this competition, which is the worst accent, British accent. I win every year. My town wins every year. But this British accent is a lot better. So are you going to say something? Yeah, go on. I'll let them hear my accent. <laughs> Well, good morning. It's wonderful to be back with you, and it's just been amazing to be in God's presence and just to be reminded again of the Father's love for us. I just found that so encouraging and so special and so amazing that God in heaven is our Father. And we were just reminded so powerfully this morning of the Father's heart for us. And I know God has such a powerful love for each one of you. He's just so proud of you. He's calling you his sons and his daughters. And he has an amazing destiny for you. So it's really great to be with you this morning. And just to be able to share with you um, the continuation of what God's doing with us, in us, and through us in Thailand. So thank you for inviting us back. And we trust that you will be encouraged and inspired and blessed as we just spend this time together with you, just sharing the Father's heart for us all. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, you can go sit down. Yeah, you can go sit down. Yeah, you're all right. Hallelujah. That's great. Oh, great. Crash barrier. Stop me falling off the front. That's good. Ah. Praise God, it's so good to be back. I always like being invited back. It means the last time went well. <laughs> if you never get asked back, you think, well, that, was, that went down really great. Yeah. So, uh, so it's good to be with you again. 
I, and I didn't have to put my hand up when you say, who's here for the first time? No, I'm here for the second time. Yay! So that's great. Uh, we, got some, we got some pictures somewhere, yeah? And uh, can we go to the last one? Because I, I I've got something for the two of you, right? Well, for you. Are, are you all going or just the two of you? Just two of you. Okay, so come, come out. Come on, come on. I, I, this isn't scripted, right? I, I didn't know about you before we came here this morning. In fact, we were worshipping until Greg got, Pastor Greg got up and, and, and uh, mentioned you. I don't know you from ever, right? So, so this is Holy Spirit. But the last slide's for you, right? This is, uh, well, when it comes up. But uh, it, it, take, it, it happened, this, this slide was taken in a city in, in the middle of Thailand, up in the north. We, we're in the south, in the island of Phuket. And uh, there we go. Yeah, look, you see, Kate, genuine selfie, right? <laughs> and I'm talking, look at the bottom one. You see all the crowd of people? The background, none of those are saved, not one, right? Because I haven't said anything yet. This is, this is, and, and they'd never been to church, first time in church, all of these folks. They've never been to church before. But what they have been is fed because these are the poorest of the poor people in a place called Pitts and Lock, and the church feeds them every week. And when we went up, they decided to invite all the people that they feed to come and, and see the Westerners, because they don't get to see many Westerners. <laughs> right, so we're kind of like, it's kind of like they're coming to the zoo. <laughs> right? They're coming to these, see these strange animals, right? Who, who, you know, really pale, strange people. <laughs> and, uh, and so... Uh, they said, uh, they, they, they didn't tell me about this. They just said, uh, oh, well, there's some new people coming. And when we came, there were like, there were like 300 of them. And uh, you'd be going to people, you're meeting people that you've not met before, right? And they don't know the Lord and they're completely unchurched. So you'll be going to meet these people and you'll, you'll be looking at and you'll be doing, let's do the selfie, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you've got to get up and you know what? Whenever you step out for God, you're stepping further into the presence. And because you've stepped out, that's what's called obedience. Right? And when you step out, you see the key to the extraordinary. The key to see extraordinary miracles take place is not faith. Because Romans 12.3 tells me that we've all been given a measure of faith. You have faith. You wouldn't be going if you didn't have faith. You know Jesus already. You've got faith in him and you're stepping out. But real, the real key to seeing extraordinary miracles take place is when you step out. That act of obedience to obey your heavenly father. And as you step out and as you go, as you go to the places where you've never been before right, and you take in his message, you'll find out that he's waiting for you. He is prepared the place. He's prepared the hearts of the people, right? So I got up to speak to these people and I just said, God bless you. It's great to be with you. And people started to get healed, right? <laughs> Things were going, people got saved. And I mean, I'm thinking, hang on, wait a minute, I've got a message. 
I've got something to share, but Holy Spirit was already there. And I want to tell you, the Holy Spirit is waiting for you. He's already there. He's already there. And as you step out in faith, you step in further into his presence. Further into his presence. And everything and anything is possible. So in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we anoint you to see the extraordinary. To see the extraordinary in Jesus' name. Amen. Receive it. Say, I receive it. Hallelujah. Praise God. If nothing else, it was worth coming for that. Right? You know what? In this meeting, this is incredible. These people have never been into church before. And I don't even have to say anything and things start happening. This is how incredible our God is. It's not about you. It's about him. And it's about being in his presence and taking his presence wherever you go. Hallelujah. That's why we come together, to be encouraged and where two or three are gathered in his name. We're family. We're ecclesia. Because that's what ecclesia is. It's, it's a gathering together of his family. And there is power. And there is anointing. And... and, and just amazing. There was a, there was a lady that the people were helping in this meeting, and she'd been. Uh, she's the poorest of the poor. I mean, she got nothing. And um, we just felt compassion for her, and so we we gave an offering just for this woman because she, if she wasn't poor, she if she can, if you lined up all the poor people, she they they pointed to her and they said she's poor. She was the poorest of the poor. She got nothing for years. The only help she had was from the church. And she gave her heart to Jesus. And God gave her something she'd never had. God gave her a job. Right? She got a job. And she's getting $100 a month. Wow. Wow. She was rich. $100 a month. Now she got children to feed. She got everything to feed. Do you know what she did with her first $100? She went out into the market. She bought as much food as she could with all the $100. And she came and she gave it to the people at the church that had been feeding her for two years. Her first offering was to give back that which she'd received. Isn't that fantastic? And that's what it's all about. If God blesses you, you want to be enter into a deeper blessing, give away what you received. Share it with those who don't have it. Amen? Amen. That which I have received, I pass on to you. That's what Paul said. And that, that, that is the key to going deeper in God. You have to have a heart to give. It's to demonstrate the kingdom of God. So God bless the two of you. And, and I believe that, I want an email from you. <laughs> when you get the email from them, you send me an email. Brilliant. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to rejoice. Hallelujah. God is prepared, has prepared where you're going. He's waiting for you to turn up. Praise the Lord. Isn't that great? There was another lady in that meeting. And she started to believe 
Because, you know, I, I say dangerous things. I say things like, ask and you shall receive. Right? And, and the dangerous thing is, some people believe it. Right? And it's dangerous to believe the word of God because it's truth and truth sets you free. So she started to believe that if she asked, she would receive. So she left this church, which is in a place called Pitsanalog. And it's about five hours drive north of Bangkok. And she went to Bangkok where her son was in hospital. And he'd been uh, assaulted uh, by someone with a baseball bat. And the one side of his head had, had caved in. It, it had just completely caved in. And he was in hospital and the doctor said, well, there's nothing we can do. This guy's, they, they were amazed he was still alive. But when she got to the hospital, he, was not, he wasn't in the hospital room. They said, well, where is he? They said, oh, he's dead, like, he's in the morgue. So she went down and, and there he was, lying on the slab. But she'd been to this meeting and all she got was asking you shall receive. It caused her to travel to see her son in hospital and she went to the rooftop of the hospital and yelled off the top of the hospital and said, God, hear my prayer. Heal my son. And he's dead, right? That's, that's you know... Some healing, right? If you're dead, right? Heal my son. So she goes back down to the morgue to be with him and she realizes he's breathing. But his head is still, all the, all their injuries still there. All the blood's still pouring out. But he's breathing where before he wasn't. So they call the doctors and the doctors say, well, we don't know what to do. Right? Because half his head's gone. We don't, we, there's, no, there's nothing in our training to deal with this. But she said, well, do something. He's breathing. So they, they pushed him up to the operating theatre. And between the morgue and the operating theatre, God completely restored his head. And the following Sunday, he stood at the front of that church and gave his testimony. <laughs> Hallelujah. And all we did was take a selfie. <laughs> In the presence. In the presence. You see, what's impossible to you is breakfast for Jesus. Right? Hallelujah. And this morning we were in his presence and I, I, I was just so enjoying break those walls down. Right? Break those walls down. And I started singing and think, singing and that in my heart, break those walls down. I want to sing more. I want to go deeper. And God just said, you, all you've got to do is step, step into the presence more, Brian. That's all you've got to do is step further into his plan and his purpose for you. You know, God cares so much for you. He has a plan for you. Yeah. 
Isn't that incredible? He has a plan for you. And you know, the God of Fremont, the God of Silicon Valley, the God of Conversion House of Prayer. I was, at, I was in a hop yesterday. It was IHOP. <laughs> right? And I asked for an oatmeal pancake and I got oatmeal. I didn't get what I asked for. Right? Man, C-op is better than I-op. <laughs> Don't take that in the context of the International House of Prayer, right? I'm talking about the International House of Pancakes, right? Right? What I asked for, I did not receive. But I'm telling you, in this place, when you ask, you shall receive. And you've got to enter into that. You have to step into that. Right? Because God will meet you where you are. He will meet you where we are. We sang that this morning. I'm here. God will meet you where you are. But if you want to go deeper, you have to go where he is. Right? You want to step into the extraordinary, you have to use the faith he's given you. God will always come to you first. But when you receive him, when you step into him, don't just sit there, right? Get out of the crib, right? A baby requires help. Yeah, requires help. You have to feed it or it'll die. You have to clothe it, keep it warm or it'll die. You have to change it diapers or you'll die. <laughs> right? But that baby wasn't born to be spoon fed. It was born to walk, to explore. It was born to have a destiny. And if you want to go deeper in God, you don't wait for where God is. You walk to where he is. You step into your destiny and you find as you step in obedience to where God wants you to go, his presence gets more real. The power increases and you see extraordinary things take place. I love the movement that we're, we're, we're in. Right? Whether we're from Thailand or whether we're from Convergence, we're in this Transform Our World network. And it tells us that ordinary people can do extraordinary things. Right? Because we have an extraordinary God. And this woman believed, just simply believed. Ask and you shall receive. So she did. She asked for a dead son and a dead son was healed. Hallelujah. Anybody heard of the ice cream lady? She was at the conference last week. Right? One, of our, one of our leaders in the church in Thailand. 20 years ago, she was dying of cancer and we laid hands on her and she was healed immediately. Right? Shock, it rocked my world. I'd never seen that happen before. It was my first major miracle that I was involved in. God used, did it. But he used my hands to lay hands on it. Right? She got up. She was happy. I was in shock. (laughs) (laughs) It worked. 
This uh, uh, last last year, Ed went up to Pitsanaloke. Ed Silvoso went up to Pitsanaloke, and we had the conference. And uh, after the conference, we're at the airport, and the ice cream lady's there, and uh, Ed looks at her and he says. I know you've led 5,000 people to Jesus, but <laughs> you think, like, haven't I done enough already? No, but you're still breathing, you've got more to do. But he says, I really believe that you need to lead uh, government people to the Lord. You need to do that. So she says, oh, okay, right. So we go back to Phuket, and the next time I see her, she comes to me and she said, I've just been to the doctors. So I says, what's the matter? So she opens her mouth and shows me cancer as big as a golf ball in the back of her throat. She says, I've got cancer again. She says, but how can it be when Dr. Ed Silvoso has told me that I'm going to lead government people to the Lord and now I've got cancer? I says, well, this is the devil. We face opposition. But either the word of God is true or it isn't. And the word of God tells me that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. How many people believe that? How many people walk that out? So it's not the same, is it? Yeah, I believe that. I believe the Bible's true. Problem. Hmm. Right? Let me tell you, the word of God, the truth, is more real than your circumstances. Stand on it, obey it, walk into it, and you will overcome your circumstances. Extraordinarily. Yeah? That's the key. That's the key. So she said, well, that's why I'm not in hospital. I've come to you. Praise the Lord. I says, come on, let's pray then. We've prayed before, 20 years ago, we'll pray again. So I laid hands on her, we prayed for her, and she spat the cancer out on the floor. And she was at the conference last week. You saw her at the conference. Yeah, she was there. Praise God. So if we, we go in, we're starting at the back and we're coming backwards, okay, to the front. So at the end, you should see the title of my message. So, no, 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 we go back. We just go back one. Don't go to the title. Yeah, there's just the title. Ecclesia rising in Thailand there. But go slide last but one, right? There we go. Right. So top left hand, you can see me, right? You can see the guy who works in Thailand who is not Thai, right? And next to me is the ice cream lady, right? You come down a foot and there she is, right? That's the ice cream lady. Then you go back up again with a lady with a high hair style, right? That's the governor's wife. Right? The governor of Phuket. That's, her, that's his wife. And the ice cream lady, uh, as, as since she was healed of cancer for the second time, she started ministering to the governor's family. In fact, she has ecclesia in the governor's home twice a week. Isn't that great? So we're in, the, we're in the process of actually closing down the church. 
just drop that on you. Yeah. We're in the process of closing down the church, turn it, well, you know, what you do is what you do, what God leads you, what, this, God, what God's leading us to do is to close down the church and turn it into a coffee shop, right? Not open a coffee shop, but turn the church into a coffee shop, right? And as we did that, the, governor came, the governor's wife came to the coffee shop, wouldn't come to church. She's a Buddhist. She has ecclesia twice a week in her home, but she's a Buddhist. Right? She wants prayer to Jesus twice a week. She goes to the temple once a year. Right? So she might think she's a Buddhist, but I think she's, she's in the ecclesia. Because when she needs help, when she needs prayer, it's the ice cream lady she sends for. When she needs real prayer, they send for me. You know what I mean by that? When it's real desperate, right? You said the ice cream lady says, well, we better get the pasta, so they do. But this is incredible. This year she's bringing the, the, and all those other people are government officials, right? So she walks into the coffee shop and I've never seen her before. So I'm there ready. I've got, normally I don't wear a jacket and a tie, but I'm there all ready because the governor's wife's coming. So we, we sit her down at a table. What she doesn't know is it's the youth's ping pong table with a cloth on it. <laughs> and uh, we sit her down and she proceeds to give my testimony. Hello? She is relating to all the government ministers she's brought with her my testimony. This is Pastor Brian, and this is what he's done in Phuket. Blah, 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 blah. Only my testimony, when I tell it, is like this. When the governor's wife tells it, it's like this. Right? Because she's got the authority of the land. She's talking, and she's telling them about me. Wow. I'm just gobsmacked. Do you know of that term? Gobsmacked? Right? I'm there to tell her about Jesus and she's telling everybody else about Jesus using me. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Why? Because the presence is there. And at the end she says, actually I didn't come in to say that. I just came in to see the coffee shop, drink some coffee and say, well done and go away. But she stayed for longer than she intended to. So the next week, one of our uh, influential people in church dies. And there's about five, 6,000 people want to come to the funeral. And our church can't take that. So the family who are not saved decide to hold it in the largest Buddhist temple. And they say, you do the, you do the funeral. Okay, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> so we're going to do the funeral and there's three huge golden Buddhas behind me. I'm stood in front of these golden Buddhas and there's about 200 Buddhist monks chanting in the background. <laughs> doing that, right? And this is the backdrop for me to do a funeral. And that they ch I said, when are they going to finish chanting? They said, oh, they'll be going all night. 
So I'm stood here and, and, and I'm thinking, this is crazy. And then everyone stands up and I said, I haven't said anything. Why is everyone stood up? Because the governor comes. I've never met the governor. He's a new governor. Never met him. Don't even know what he looks like. Which one's the governor? The one at the front coming. So he comes in and there's his entourage, police and everything, all coming in. And everyone stands up and everyone's bowing down. And the governor's coming up. And I do the bow down thing as well. And he comes in, walks straight past me because he doesn't know who I am. Goes to all the VIPs who were seated at tables. Well, they stood up, but they, when he goes and they sit down, he sits with them, starts talking to them. But his wife runs up to me. Now, women are not supposed to touch monks, and they, they class me as a monk. <laughs> That's what my visa says, I'm a monk. I'm a married monk, but I'm a monk. None of this monastic lifestyle for me. I've got a wife and a dog. Come on. Right. But I'm classed as a monk. So you're un- women are not supposed to touch you. It's, it's bad karma. Right? So <laughs> the governor's wife sees me and she just, I mean, protocol. I mean, they come in like, it's like a regal procession. You know, it's like kings and queens walk in it. Right? The governor's wife sees me and she goes, woohoo, Pastor Brian, ah, and runs over like this. And I'm thinking, what? And everyone's going, what? What's she doing? And she grabs me by the arm. Ah! Culture has just gone out the window. Grabs me by the arm and drags me past all these VIPs. And they're thinking, what? Has, has she gone? You know, nuts. What's she doing? Takes me to her husband and interrupts him. Oh, wow, what? You don't interrupt the governor when he's speaking. Interrupts him and says, this is Pastor Brian. And he goes, whoa, and grabs me. (laughs) And then at this funeral in front of everybody, starts to tell them my testimony. And he goes on for 10 minutes. And I'm thinking, I didn't know I did that. <laughs> and I'm stood there. And guess, you know what I'm, I'm feeling, right? Gobsmacked. <laughs> What's going on? The presence. I'm in a Buddhist temple. I'm in front of the three biggest jelly Buddhist golden statues you've ever seen. And God's here. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. Oh, come on. I prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. Oh, come on. Come on. I don't know what you're facing tomorrow, but get this. Come on. I am totally out of my comfort zone. I am going freaking, right, inside. But there's a peace as well. It's the peace that passes all, right? Have you ever felt that peace? Yeah? You, You think, what on earth is going on? Peace. 
Why? Because you're in the presence. And when the governor's finished, he turns to everybody and he says, this man, this Englishman, loves Thailand more than we do. Wow. Do I have to preach? (laughs) No. The governor's done it for me. I do the service. And everyone, everyone's there. There's people crying, Buddhists, rich people, influential people, poor people, everybody. There's 5,000 people there. And how has all this happened? Somebody died. One of our wealthy, the, the chairman of the Chamber of Commerce. I'm thinking, God, how are we going to replace this guy? God says, I'm still here. I've always been here. I'm the chairman of the world. Because in Transform Our World, and we're pinching something from the Philippines, which is close to your heart, pinching something from King Flores. You all know King Flores? Yeah. He says, when, see, in the kingdom of God, there are no setbacks, there's only setups. You receive that in your spirit? Some of you need to receive that in your spirit right now. There are no setbacks. What it is you're facing, there are no setbacks. Look for the setup. Look for what God is going to do. And you step out in faith. And you step into the presence. You go deeper into the presence and see what God can do. Maybe you'll raise the dead. Come on. Hallelujah. You say, you don't understand my situation. I understand that raising the dead takes place in the graveyard. It doesn't get more serious than that. Right? And who in this world raises the dead but God? Only he does it. None of the other religions talk about it. Right? Only our relationship with Jesus has it. I don't know what your situation is, but I do know that if you are walking in the presence and you're being obedient to God, every step you take, you go deeper into his presence. And in his presence, this is crazy. I'm in a Buddhist temple in front of three big statues, surrounded by non-Christians. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. I'll tell you what, it might have been a funeral, but I was smiling. Why? Because the dead guy is in the presence. Can't get more in the presence than when you're dead. Right? He's totally in the presence. His wife is just gobsmacked as me, thinking, wow, look at all this, what's happening. She's in the presence. Our church folk are there thinking, they call me dad, most of them. They say, dad's working. And I'm in the presence and I'm thinking, dad's working. Right? The only people who are just being blown, who are having their brains blown out, are the people who don't know him yet, but they're coming into the presence. That's just one day. Hallelujah. And the next day brings other opportunities. 
I don't know what tomorrow holds for you. But I do know who holds the future. And as you step into tomorrow, make sure that you're stepping into the presence. Can we go back a slide? Right? I want to leave this. I shared this story at the conference. If you're at the conference, you've heard it. If you aren't, weren't at the conference, you haven't heard it. Hallelujah. So, I mean, I mean, this is just absolutely crazy. This all takes place. The backdrop of this story is not a Buddhist temple. It's a tropical storm. I'm, to- I'm talking serious wind, serious rain, serious weather. Right? So what does Brian decide to do in a tropical storm? Hey, sweetheart, let's go up a mountain. Trees are coming down on the road. All kinds of stuff's happening. There's coconuts flying everywhere. and I mean, it's just crazy. And my heart is saying, let's go up a mountain and see if we can find a coffee plantation that's owned by a Christian. Right? We're on the, we're on the tri-border area with Burma, with Laos and Thailand, which is remote. And we're high up something like, what, uh, it's about 5,000 meters, right? We're really, really high up on the top of this mountain called Elephant Mountain. If you speak Thai, it's called Doi Chang. But we're on top of this Elephant Mountain. And... Uh, we're driving along. We get to this place, it's called a Bonzo Coffee. And uh, there, there it is on the top, right? This place. Because when you've got a coffee shop, you need coffee, right? So we're thinking, rather than import coffee, well, let's, let's get our own coffee. And uh, so we go in and we meet this guy. There's Margaret, me, and, and this guy on the end. And he owns this coffee plantation, a Bonzo Coffee. And he's a Christian. Right? You know how many Christian coffee plantations there are in Thailand? You got it, one. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? And we get to it in a storm. And uh, this guy has the best coffee beans in the whole of Thailand. Right? And that's the problem. Because everyone else sells cheaper beans and he's going out of business. His beans are the most expensive and he can't sell them. Right? They're called, if you know anything about coffee, which somebody here does. Yeah. Right? They're, they're pea berry, right? The best, right? Pea berry coffee beans. So, um, He's prayed that morning, God, you've got to show up today, otherwise I'm out of business. I need someone to partner with me today, otherwise I'm finished. I'm going to close the place down, sell up. So we drive in. I give him half an hour on Ecclesia teaching. He says, I'm in, I'm in. Transform our what? Yeah, I'm in. 
Yeah, transform my coffee plantation. That'll do, start there. So we pray, we pray a blessing on We say, we bless you. I say, I'm not in a position to buy any coffee today. Hmm. Says, but we bless you that you will have received another customer. Another car pulls in. Remember, tropical storm, top of mountain, not the ideal time to be driving. Right? Another thing, in the middle of nowhere. I'm talking isolated. Another car pulls in. Japanese guy gets out. Comes in and said, looking for coffee. Right? So, you found it, you found it. He buys 50 tons. Come on. That's the immediate dip. This, this guy here is looking at me like I'm an angel. If angels look like this, give up now, right? <laughs> now I'm a child of God. Come on. I'm much better looking than an angel. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're here. Come on. Because where God is, heavenly host comes as well. So... Um, it's all right, they're used to my humour. Um, so that was, that was a good start. Great start. So did I mention we're in a tropical storm? Yes. Another car pulls in. So what's going on here? <laughs> Who in their right mind is, is, is pulling in? So two Chinese people get out of the car. So they come, they come out, they, 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 they don't, they're not looking for coffee, they just go, help. Right? They got lost. We're lost. We're following the GPS to a, a city called Chiang Mai. Anybody heard of Chiang Mai? Yeah. yeah. Right? It's not, it's, yeah, it's 100 miles that way. You are lost. Right? We're following Google. Right? I said, Google's pretty good normally, but Google, but God's overridden Google because God wants them here, right? You see, when you're walking and you're stepping out in faith and you're going into the presence, God's going to arrange things for you. God's going to arrange things for you. God's going to arrange things for you, Right? Talking to them first because they're going to Nigeria. <laughs> You're just going home. <laughs> but God's going before you, right? Yes. Hallelujah, because every single home here is ecclesia. Amen. Hallelujah. So they come in and said, We're lost. So I said, Come in, have something to eat. So they sit down, we're having a meal together. And they said, oh, you're English. Yeah, I said, do you know so-and-so? I said, no, out of the 60 million population. No, I don't know them. Sorry. So I thought, well, let's play the game. So I said, do you know Barbara Chan? Who's one of our Transform Our World giants. Well, she's not. She's only that tall, but she's in God. She's giant, right? 
Do you know Baba Chan? She said, no. So I thought, well, let's have another go. Do you know YK Chan? Yes. We're his pastors. <laughs> You're doing something, Dad. You're working, Dad. Right? Actually, the folks that are with me are going on one side, and I, I start to talk and minister to them, and they start texting. Right? What are they? They're texting for prayer. Right? And they start off the text by saying, Dad, they're referring to me this time, not Dad, but they're referring to Dad, this Dad, saying, Dad's working. Pray. So, they're in Thailand. Why? Because they've taken a break because they're disillusioned with the church. YK, who is one of our Transform Our World guys, has been trying to bring transformation teaching into the church, but they've blocked it. But they've remained faithful to the church and they just keep praying to the church. So God sends their pastors to get lost in Thailand in a tropical storm to meet me. in a coffee plantation that I was looking for in a storm. Divine appointment. So I give him two hours on prayer evangelism. And at the end of it, he says, that's fantastic. And says, we were going to give up the church. We were going to resign when we got back. I said, but God has resurrected our vision. And now, they, and we started texting Barbara Chan and, and YK and Mimi, and, and they arranged to have a meal together. And we organized it in a tropical storm on the top of a mountain in a coffee plantation. Because why? 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 Because we were in the presence. And in the presence, all things are possible. So you know, you know what you've got to do when you, to go home? Do you know what you've got to do to go home? Do you know how to get home? Yeah? Today? But do you know what you've got to do? You've got to take steps to get home. So when you step to go home, are you stepping deeper into the presence? Right? Yeah? Because that's where God wants you. He wants you to come here. Right? He wants you to be equipped. This is what's happening now. Right? If you didn't know, this is what's happening now. You're getting equipped. He wants you to get equipped, but then he wants you to step out with him. Deeper into the presence. Because you carry his presence with you. Right? And he wants you to be ready for whatever you will meet. Because it will be a divine appointment. So can I pray for you? Yeah? I don't know what do you do. Do you come out or do you, what do you do for prayer? Whatever you want to do. If you want to come out, come out. If you want to stay there, stay there. It doesn't matter. God's there. Right? He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray. So get into the place where you want to be. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Oh, hallelujah.
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've got to tell you, this is the first time ever I've started with the last slide. <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on. But we're in the presence, right? We're in the presence. We're being led by the Spirit. And He's here. And I, I look out and I just think, whoa, watch out tomorrow. Just watch out, watch out this afternoon. Watch out, future. The people of God are coming. We're stepping out. And we're coming your way. And there are divine appointments. Because when we step out, we're stepping into the presence. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill us now. Fill us now. Fill us now. I don't know what your, what your difficulties are, what your situations are. You might not have any, praise the Lord. I tell you what, there's lots of people who have got problems and they want to meet someone who's walking in the presence. If you have got a problem, remember it's a setup, not a setback. Because when you walk in the presence, all things work together for good. All things, not some things, not everybody else's things, all things. All things. So, Father, we thank you as we stand on your word. We receive your spirit and together your word, which is truth, empowered by the Holy Spirit, which brings us faith, sets us free. Hallelujah. So be set free to live in the presence and to see everything that happens as a divine appointment because God is with you he's walking with you and that's where we see the, the ordinary become extraordinary that's where we see his power flow through us so Father that which I have received because this is the way I live this is the way I do it everyday things become extraordinary because I'm in the presence so that which I receive I pass it to you so receive it receive it by faith receive it be set free to walk in his presence hallelujah allow you know how you know you're walking in the presence because despite the circumstances joy is released joy is released hallelujah so walk in the presence walk in the presence hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Jesus hallelujah hallelujah praise you Jesus praise you Jesus thank you Lord we release we release hallelujah let faith arise Ecclesia, rise up. Ecclesia, rise up. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just take a moment. Just, just, let's just uh, grab a hand. And then, Jordan, I don't know if you can find a chorus you can lead us into, because we, we do want to receive an offering, too. So I never know what. But let's, uh, even out there, uh, out in the 
in the room. Let's just pray for each other. Let's just believe God for each other. I just love the... <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Yeah. So let's just release the presence of the Lord over each other. We pray for each other that the Holy Spirit would continue to equip and empower his ecclesia. You are his ecclesia. Let's just lift our voices here all in the front, in the back. Don't just wait for me to begin to pray. Go ahead and pray. You have just as much authority in favor and anointing as I do. Go ahead and just pray. Come on. Let's pray one for another. If you don't know what to pray, just pray, Lord, fill them with your presence. If you don't know what to pray, ask the Lord that they would be, walk in obedience to the presence of the Lord. Just release it over each other. And Lord, we say never the same, never the same, never the same, never the same, never the same. Would you just go ahead and release favor and anointing over each other? Lord, increase your anointing. Increase measures of favor as we step out. Let's pray for divine appointments, that the Lord would have these divine setups waiting for us as soon as we leave the building, even before we leave the building. The Lord would just release these, these divine, set these divine setups up for us. Go ahead and pray. Let's ask the Lord. Pray for the person you love. Lord, give him, give him the gift of divine setups. May we bring hope and healing and transformation. The love of God being released. May we take it to our businesses. May we take it to the Silicon Valley. May it, we take it to the places where you've planted us, Lord. Where our workplaces become places of the presence. We just release it over every person. Our homes would be places where the dwelling of the Holy Spirit is. We're asking you for a measure, a greater measure. Pray for him, pray. Just release that over somebody. For our children, for our families. Teach us how to walk in the presence. Teach us how to practice the presence. Give us eyes to see. Give us ears to hear. May we continue to lean in to what you're doing, what you're getting. You have surprises for us constantly. You want to give good gifts. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more messages like this, Please subscribe and thank you for listening.